listening to From the Friars, the podcast of the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York. The Lord give you his peace. We have this famous story here of the woman who had seven husbands. Each one married her, then died. She was remarried, and then he dies, and there were no children. And um, they're trying to trick Jesus and asking, well, there's going to be this resurrection at the end of time. Like at the resurrection, she had seven legitimate husbands. Which one will be her husband? And uh, our now deceased moral theologian at the seminary, Monsignor William Smith, used to give talk, a talk on this, the marriage prep program for the Archdiocese in New York. And, you know, there'd be all these couples there. And Monsignor Smith would say, the real question is, what was she serving him for dinner? You know, and all seven of them died, you know. It's hilarious. Um, but I think Jesus, in this confrontation with the Sadducees, Jesus is uh, doing something very special and important. And I'd like to try to explain it in terms of art history. Do we have any art history people in the chapel this morning? Anybody a fan of art and art history? Any Sister Wendy fans? Brother John Joseph. Um, there, there is a technique in art history called chiaroscuro, and you may think of uh, Rembrandt, the famous painting of the Prodigal Son, or particularly Caravaggio and the Calling of Saint Matthew. The uh, technique in art and paint, which is the uh, distinction between light and dark. You familiar with that? It's interesting. Study it. C H I A. R-O-S-C-U-R-O, chiaroscuro, is the word for this in art history. And um, it comes from two words being put together, which is a bit paradoxical. Uh, Chiaro, which is bright or clear, and oscuro, which is obscure, dark, and shadowy. So this technique that's used uh, between light and dark, and it's used to create uh, a mood, it's used to really bring a clear focus to a particular thing in the art. Um, so you think of, well, in today's language, we think of Star Wars, right? The light and the dark. Okay, I'm not going there. but um, so, so, yeah, it's an interesting thing. Um, and anybody who's done any work with photography, you know, with like Photoshop and things, there, there are settings that you can play with to uh, adapt to what the picture looks like. The other day, somebody sent me a picture of Father Innocent saying Mass, and it was really a beautiful picture. The San Damiano cross was behind him, and he's holding up the Eucharist. Of course, the host was white, and then behind him, the wall was white, so you couldn't quite see the host in his hands, but I, I played with some of the settings, the contrast, the dark, the light, the shadows, everything, and I was able to manipulate the photo so that the host became a lot more clear. Okay, that's, that's what I'm getting at. Um, I think Jesus is doing just that in this encounter. So these Sadducees who are trying to propose this tricky question to him in some ways represent the type of person who really doesn't believe in God, just purely horizontal, no reference to anything transcendent or vertical. You know, if there is no God, let's, you know, let's play the if game for a moment. If there is no God, and this is all there is, well, then you're going to have a certain mindset. You're going to have a certain perspective in life. 
the way you live, the things that you hold important, your priorities and the choices you make will be motivated by that worldview. You know, and I would propose that that in some ways is the dark. But if God is real, well, then we have the opposite. If God is real, then how we live our life, our list of priorities, the choices we make, and our worldview, it's going to, those two are going to be really at odds with one another. So if you don't believe in eternity and in heaven and life on the other side and all of that, well then, yeah, who's, you know, resurrection and who's, whose wife will she be? You know, it's like this kind of horizontal, completely kind of lacking in faith kind of perspective. But if God is real, as Monsignor Smith used to say, if this life is only act one of a two-act play, you know, if there is God, there is eternity, there is like a vertical transcendent perspective, that changes everything. That changes everything. And so we have something similar to this chioscuro, this contrast between the dark and the light. And when I was praying over that, uh, I was thinking about how a lot of people are really worried right now at the state of the world, you know, with the statistics of troubles, crime, and, you know, ISIS, and uh, violence, and war, and terrorism, and, and uh, even what I don't think it's being too exaggerated to say that, that the fabric of society is becoming unraveled, you know, in terms of even just the family, and, you know, and a lot, just the confusion that's there. And uh, I kind of feel like, you know, if we want God out of the picture, you want a purely secular society, God in his love for us is allowing that a little bit. It's like, you don't want me in the picture. Well, let, let, you're going to see what, what does it look like if God is not in the picture. Again, there's that contrast, you know. It's a free-for-all. There is no right or wrong. There is no objective truth. There's just polarized camps, right? You know, like, and, and then it's just people fighting with one another because of differences of opinion. But there's no reference to what's, you know, there's, it's like a ship on the water with no rudder. You're just being blown around, you know. Um, so let me, let me bring it together. Um, I do think it's true to say that it's getting darker. I think that's true. But there could be something good there. So we have the virtue of hope because the darker it gets, the brighter the light. The darker it gets, the brighter the light. So for example, we're in this chapel right now. It's daytime, right? We got all the lights on. So, you know, plenty of light, easy to see. And on the altar here, we have these two candles. You know, and the, and the candles, the, the little flame, it's kind of small. And uh, if I was to walk over to the altar right now and blow the candles out, that's not really going to affect the light in the room right now, right? We're, we're going to be okay. Thank you, Brother Simon. You know, but if this was midnight, on All Souls Day, I had Mass in here, and it was midnight, and there was no light, and these little candles would fill this room with light. And, and I think, brothers, I think this is what maybe God is doing, you know, that the life of Christians generally, the, the life of religious particularly, as it gets darker, the light appears brighter. You know, this way of life, our, the, the, the spirituality of the Beatitudes and our, our vows, evangelical poverty, chastity, and the obedience, you know, to live this way makes no sense if there is no God. But if there is a God, to live any other way makes no sense. And the contrast is getting clearer, and that contrast brings into high relief the, the light. 
like that chiascuro in, in art history, you know, our calling, our um, witness, you know, our, our vows, our profession, our faith becomes clearer, becomes like a light in the darkness that um, this world that's gone into confusion is, you know, seeking the clarity, seeking the light. The world, the world that has gone cold is seeking the warmth, the love of God, you know, and that, that's our call. That, that's the vocation I believe that we have, those of us who are alive right now in this crazy time. You know, that our, our prayer, our faith, our fidelity, our, our efforts at following the Lord and, and letting our faith inform how we live, the choices we make, our priorities, uh, becomes a living witness to the world. And uh, so that is hope. That brings us hope. We're not denying that things are getting bad out there. But in, in the darkness, the light shines brighter. And uh, so let's, let's pray for that grace to be more faithful, to, to be more transparent, that, that God's, the reality of God and that his love and, and the message of Jesus, the gospel, may shine out ever more clearly to all those that we meet. And uh, we pray for that grace this day. We hope you've enjoyed listening. Please visit us on our website, franciscanfriars.com, or follow us on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. God bless you.